Mic check, mic check. Where the f is my check? You now tuned in to do rags and boat shoes. turned down what is going on everybody it's your boy a double and you're now tuned into another episode of do rags and boat shoes shout out to everybody who listened uh last week to last week's episode if you didn't listen to it make sure you go ahead and check it out um you know just uh subscribe like it on itunes uh review it rate it and uh, if you don't have an iDevice, uh, go ahead and uh, listen to it on SoundCloud and Stitcher. All right. So um, let's see what's going on in the in the media today. See what we can throw up on that Summer Jam screen and see what sticks and see if these images get some high ratings and uh, crowd applause. So first things first, let's talk about uh, your man's uh, Alan uh, Scarcella. This man was found guilty on all 12 counts. Uh, and this is the guy who, uh, I don't know if y'all remember the video. I think it went viral. It did go viral. Uh, when there was a protest up in uh, Minneapolis, Minnesota, uh, Black Lives Matter back in 2015, um, there was a group of white guys in a, in a car. You know, they were uh, loading guns up and had a ski mask on. And they were just talking all kind of greasy and uh, crazy to... Uh, and they were going to go disrupt the protest and then the guy alan uh scarcella lied and said that the protester attacked him or something so he started letting off rounds in the crowd and he hit uh five people uh non-lethal shots but still people got hit and uh the video was proof enough you know for him to uh be convicted uh they they were just fucking stupid so if they weren't on video bragging about what they, the fuck they were going to do uh they probably would have got off and the jury probably would have believed that fucking lie and what was even crazy is uh there was a cop that had to testify who was a high school friend of uh scarcella and he was talking about that they exchanged uh racist text messages uh scarcella sent him some racist texts and they kept getting more and more vulgar and threatening and stuff like that and the you know prosecutor asked the cop uh, you know what what did he say back and what was the uh the context of the text messages and he said it was just locker room talk so blaming it you know using that donald trump excuse and the protest was all about jamar clark who was actually killed by minnesota police so that just goes to show you who's on the force and i don't think any of these men were charged with a hate crime it was all like crimes like uh inciting a riot and little bullshit like that so they didn't hit them with a hate crime or even i don't even think attempted murder because i mean if you're just firing blindly into a crowd uh that you know exactly what the fuck you're doing and then you lying about it should have got hit with uh, you know attempted murder but uh he was guilty on all 12 counts and the other guys were 
Um, I believe they were found guilty also, but uh, I think it was just for like, in, like I said, uh, disturbing the peace or inciting a riot or some shit like that. So it is what it is, a minor victory, I guess you could say that. Um, let's see what else is going on. Uh, the whole uh, Betsy DeVos thing is going on. She was actually confirmed as Secretary of Education. And, uh, you know, my Nebraska folks just remember that uh, Deb Fisher, Senator Deb Fisher, and uh, Senator Ben Sassy Sass, you can catch him on Twitter being very sassy. Um, I don't even know what the fuck this guy does, but uh, he's, he's a hit. He's a no-nonsense uh, Republican, a common-sense Republican, uh, so to speak, I guess. But remember, those two voted for uh, DeVos. So when uh, we're dealing with more of the bullshit of no child left behind and all this other nonsense, just remember that they voted for Betsy, uh, you know, once up this upcoming November uh, for the uh, 2018 um, election so just keep that in mind uh, when you're voting i know nebraskans have a history you can listen to the past uh podcast uh, a couple podcasts ago nebraskans have a have, in the small towns outside of omaha and lincoln they have a history of shooting themselves in the foot you know voting against their own interests and being aligned with uh, either white supremacy or being aligned with their party to the point where it poisons them uh, not a lot of free thinkers in those small towns and you know i'm not going to go around to these small towns and campaign because i do not want to be hanging from a tree or being drugged by a john deere tractor okay uh so yeah it's fucked up for these kids uh the vote came down to 50 50 all together and then your man's uh pence uh vice president pence made the deciding vote uh because it was split evenly there was a, a some valiant effort efforts of people you know calling their senators their state senators and you know telling them to vote no and against uh, betsy devos because people saw clips and watch actually watched c-span i actually watched c-span to see you know her hearing and you know clips of it and shit like that and like the rest of americans and this woman was super unqualified like the definition of unqualified is this woman here but somehow she got to wiggle her wiggle her ass on into this uh, secretary of education uh, seat and we're going to see what happens because i feel like these kids are going to suffer um you know i feel like there's going to be more charter schools and uh, which is a bad thing if you don't know why it pretty much you know it always gets big praise because the students start off so strong but it shows you know if these kids continue in the charter school you know it's it's gradually going to go down because the technology is there the newness of it is there but they shuffle these teachers in and out of here they just you know they don't uh teachers don't have a long tenure there they don't build a relationship with the kids it's just treated like a job and uh, a lot of these people who are teachers in charter schools they really want to do something else but 
hey, I got this degree in business administration, ain't shit popping off, I might as well be a teacher because I took some classes on uh, early elementary education. So it's just, it's that type of thing. And, uh, you know, as, you know, the kids progress in a charter school, you know, the engagement goes down. They're really not learning shit, you know, and uh, they look pretty and all this other stuff. But the kids really ain't learning shit just due to the staff not really giving a fuck about the kids and treating it like a damn job. That's one of the things that sucks about charter school. So we're going to see a bunch of those probably pop up across the nation. Uh, but I would say to parents, definitely get involved with your child's education, you know, um, take time out to teach them at home, uh, teach them some common sense and some real world logic and uh, definitely be involved into, uh, you know, school board hearings and, um, you know, the uh, um, teacher, the PTA meetings and things like that. So definitely get involved because uh, your kids are going to need you more than ever. Uh, more than ever with this uh, this woman being the uh, secretary of education. Um, let's see what else. Uh, sticking on the Trump administration, uh, Trump's uh, top hip hop coon Kanye West decided to delete all of uh, his uh, pro Donald Trump tweets. Apparently, uh, Kim must be withholding that pussy from him, or he just got a wake up call. You know, I think that he cited the uh, the uh, Muslim travel ban as a reason for him uh not uh hanging around uh the uh, the trump tower trying to get another meeting or uh hanging around the damn white house you know looking like a uh, hanging outside the white house looking like a lost puppy uh trying to find its owner um so uh you know i think it was a combination of kim and uh what happened with the executive order and uh, i think and the new york times was speaking about uh, that uh, Bannon, Steve Bannon, is really running the show, and uh, it pretty much his administration or his cabinet is pretty much just putting these executive orders in front of him, and he's just signing them. Because you know Trump is a businessman. You know he usually has some lackey go over everything with a fine tooth comb, trust the lackey, and uh, that's the lackey's probably making you know when back in the business world, his personal assistant or whoever was making millions of dollars you know a few million dollars a year just to be his lackey and to read over documents and shit like that and make sure everything was cool and like okay trump would sign off on it and get the cliff notes but you're president now you can't fucking do that so he uh kind of clapped back at the new york times uh saying that you know they're fake news it's lies you know he's not being uh he's not a puppet and all this other shit which is bullshit you know trump is not a smart man he is now i'll give him that he is not a smart man he has a lot of gusto but he's not smart and uh so we'll see what happens with the next executive orders that are going to come up out of this white house regime but uh is kanye west coming back to us will we get another my dark twisted fantasy probably not uh, you know, I, I would even settle for a late registration, you know, a college dropout. You know, well, I miss Kanye. I really do. Um, I miss the passion. Um, but he just seems so lost now. Just so lost. And it hurts. It's disgusting. And it hurts. Um, let's see what else is going on here. Um, yeah, it's being reported by uh, sneakernews.com that... Uh, Lower Marion High School, uh, Kobe's old high school, is uh, somebody ransacked the uh, 
the fucking uh, Kobe uh, memorabilia trophy case from the 1996 high school uh, uh, title, Pennsylvania title, I guess, um, in that district. And uh, they stole the sneakers, the signed sneakers. They stole the jerseys and everything. So, you know, the cops are going to be watching eBay closely, whoever stole it. Um, Kobe said that he's basically going to go ahead and uh, get, you know, all that stuff replaced. Um, but it's kind of sad to see, you know, all that shit stolen. Somebody, you know, dusty, you know, thought they was going to come up on some shit. But, you know, the feds, like I said, cops going to be watching eBay for sign memorabilia and shit like that. So you might as well wait two, three years to try to sell that shit or to hot that shit. Or hopefully you got somebody on the black market, you know, but it's still just just a dusty maneuver. Very dusty just to see that happen and that sucks you know kids need to see somebody make it from their high school and they need to see that inspiration on the daily so fuck whoever stole that stuff um let's see what else is going on your man's trey songs he must be hurting for money uh you know i thought the brother was doing okay and uh he just released a clip or a promo uh video uh he's about to have a flavor of love uh type show on vh1 where he's searching for love and it is full of instagram honeys um you know i send my prayers to trey songs um you know he must have signed a fucked up contract with his record deal or record label and um yeah just prayers for that brother and i say ig honeys because there's a few of them and their instagram handles are on you know the little uh, teaser clip or whatever like the big booty white girl the all-american bad girl or whatever and uh just uh there's a couple of twins on there i forgot their names and shit like that so it's a come up for everybody and i hope the check is nice for uh trey songs hopefully you know uh if i was him you know if the money was kind of slow you know, I'd go on tour or do something like that. I wouldn't be on VH1, you know, looking for love, quote unquote. But hey, do what you can to keep the damn lights on. Just, you know, do absolutely what you can to keep the lights on. And uh, let's see what else. Uh, yeah, uh, I was going to talk about this last week. I forgot. Uh, my wife and I did this uh, Green Chef thing. And it's pretty much, uh, we got it as a gift uh, from my brother-in-law and his wife. Uh, it's a dope gift uh, for Christmas. We decided to finally use it. And uh, basically what it is, it's like uh, the gift was for three meals. And, you know, they send you all the ingredients and it's all natural and everything like that. And so I get it. The, the FedEx drops it off and I'm like how the fuck is this packaged you know cause I've never cause I never really ordered food online you know if I did it was you know something like snacks or something like that you know like a box of uh, candy or some shit like that never like real food so you get this big ass box and I open it up and uh, there's a and it looks like old shag carpet as soon as I open it up it's in plastic and then you look at that and it's like a based plant uh plant based insulator or whatever and you open it up and then there's uh these ice bricks or whatever these reusable ice bricks i threw them shits away i didn't reuse none of that shit um and then there's the food and it's all color coded and um you know which is dope and then it has these three huge cards that tell you how to cook the meals and stuff like that and uh 
what was it? one of the meals was uh, what the fuck was it one was like a maple uh, maple honey uh, maple honey gl- uh, glazed chicken legs or something like that and it was like four chicken legs and then it was some kind of grains and some greens and uh, it, it was okay it was okay um, but the thing that sucks about doing something like that is you use so many pots and pans just to cook this one meal you just feel like you're a chef at a damn uh at a damn uh, longhorn steakhouse or some shit like you're using a big skillet a small skillet um a, a saucepan a stock pot and you just like god damn i only got four burners you know so you got you got to let these grains soak in boiling hot water for 20 minutes while you sear the chicken and all this other stuff and then um you had to put your credit card information in and uh my wife was like yeah i'll cancel before the you know before this the three meals are up and then she was telling me how complicated it was and she forgot to cancel so then we got charged for three meals the next week and three meals was like just over 90 bucks now i'm not balling like you niggas out here we ain't balling like that we're not balling like that we're we're yeah we ain't balling at all we trying to buy a house and we saving money and so 90 bucks and then here you got three meals now 90 bucks for us is like a week and a half worth of groceries it's just me and my wife and uh our little stinky boo-boo um our dog and so next week uh it was um it was like jerk chicken tacos um what else was it there was a, a salmon no it was ahi tuna and um I forgot the third meal, but the ahi tuna, that shit was banging though. That I ain't gonna lie, that that was good, and it was um, and it was with some grains. It was like couscous, um, but it wasn't. It was kind of like rice, and I had to let it. I had to boil the water by itself, and then pour the grains in there, take it off the flame, and let it s- sit in there for like 20 minutes, and then you, uh, then you had like a. a uh, a, a zesty uh, pesto sauce, which was pretty good, and you had to sear the uh, the ahi with um, with a cracked pepper, fresh cracked pepper, and uh, that was actually really really good. That was a great meal. Um, the jerk chicken uh, tacos were pretty good, but it was all natural ingredients, so yeah. And it came with like a slaw and um, some kind of uh, what the fuck was it? Um, some kind of uh, uh, cream based sauce to put on there it was actually pretty good uh, had that last night and um, yeah but shout out to Green Chef that shit is expensive but my wife was telling me you know to cancel you had to basically hit cancel uh, then you had to type up a form like fill out this form then you had to email it to them then they sent you a confirmation email that they got your written response or whatever then in that link there was a there was a link to cancel your subscription just you know some old complicated shit so they could keep charging you 90 damn dollars a week now if we weren't saving for a home and we just wanted to be out here just all wild and willy-nilly and shit and not be smart with our money you know just be out here just wilding out the fuck out 
you know, we might have would have continued it maybe for like a month or something, but three meals for 90 bucks that's that's a little steep you know you got to do all that damn cooking and all this shit too and just doing the dishes afterwards was a pain in the ass like the food was good it was a dope experience it was fun but man doing all them damn dishes i'm like i gotta have to use i gotta use fucking six different pans right now and i gotta use the oven too like come on my g and it's a meal for two you know but um you know shout out to green chef i know there's another one called blue apron um you know it's 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 dope you know if you live in that life if you bout that life and you got you know a heavy disposable income but right now you like i said our disposable income goes right into savings um just saving up for the house and then you got to furnish your house and all this other stuff but um i'm sorry to rant about that i forgot to talk about that last week but um that's all i got for the summer jam screen hove you got anything don't be the next contestant on that summer jam screen. I smoke rocks. I smoke rocks. All right, thank you so much, Tyrone Biggums. Uh, and selling hope like dope, the Independent uh, just ran an article about how Trump is breaking up happy marriages. So uh, you have Gail McCormick, a 73-year-old woman who's been married to her husband of 22 years. She is actually separated from him right now and thinking about divorce. She's a so-called Democrat, leaning towards a socialist, and her husband's a right-winger. And uh, they had a discussion uh, a while back before the election out with some friends having dinner. And he said he was voting for Trump. And she's like, okay don't let trump get you fucked up out here in these streets he voted for he voted for him for uh president trump and she is separated from her husband living out on her own and she said that it brought up other things that she felt that she wouldn't have put up with when she was younger okay so now she's 73 and they got married uh she they've been married for 22 years so you do a little bit of um shit i got a bad taste in my mouth do a little bit of math she got married late in life and she said you know she wouldn't have dealt with the the whole bullshit you know of him being uh voting for trump and uh some other stuff i wonder what what the hell it was though as far as uh you know shit that she wouldn't deal with uh because i mean y'all getting married you know in your 50s i don't know how old he is i think she was 50 so she had to be 51 she got married to him uh, so they made some choices in life and they got them fucked up in the game to be married at 51 but um yeah so i just i don't know i'm i'm just kind of appalled and it, it, it's it's shocking uh to see somebody get divorced or separated because of a presidential nominee or uh for who they voted for for president so we'll see what happens uh i will not follow up on this story because i really don't give two fucks about these folks but it's you know don't let trump get you fucked up out in these streets men women and uh shout out to them syrians who got uh banned uh from coming back into the country and they voted for trump y'all was out here you know snorting that hope like dope <laughs> this portion of do rags and boat shoes has been brought to you by the letter l as in hey yo my guy my hands are full give me a hand here can you hold this l all right so holding the l this week uh we have uh, a few people you can turn that up you don't have to pause it you don't have to pause it you don't have to pause the show you can the headphones are isolating this 
All right, I'm going to stop talking. But you can turn it on. It's fine. All right. But anyways, holding this L this week, uh, we got three people holding this L. Did you guys see the video up on World Star? It was these two white guys in ski masks, and they both had sidearms and assault rifles in Michigan. And they said that they were unlawfully stopped. So these fools are on Facebook Live showing them going into the police station with their mask on and their assault rifles thinking that they can file a formal complaint and the cops rolled up on these guys so smoothly and had their firearms out at these guys and they're screaming the whole time it's an open carry state it's an open carry state and the cops were like put down the fucking guns put down the fucking guns now and then they were trying to like explain what was going on now you know if they was black they would have just opened fire as soon as they stepped through the door but still to see this plan backfire because so many times we see on youtube and different social media sites you'll see white guys exercising their right to open carry in front of the cops but these guys had on tactical gear ski mask and assault rifles and a handgun a sidearm and they really thought that they were going to walk up into a police station and file a, a, a misconduct report on an officer. That You just have to be just fucking stupid. And it just shows just how much less you have to worry about by being a white man in America. You have the audacity to walk into a fucking police station in tactical gear, assault rifle, ski mask and a sidearm and you talking shit and you got the nerve to be like it's an open carry state it's an open carry it's an open carry fuck out of here and hold this l hopefully these guys get some jail time and then also uh you know i'm a big fan of this six-time nba champion great defensive player on the wing uh just a beast had one of the greatest dunks of all time on patrick ewing after he dunked on him he pushed him down and stepped over him scotty pippen he really gotta hold this l uh back in the beginning of january he was acting like an instagram honey you know posting his video workouts on instagram and then posting throwback thursday pictures of him and uh his ex-wife or separated wife and now he's up on the kardashian snapchat hugged up with his wife and i guess they worked everything out uh maybe she got done having her little midlife crisis or wanting to be a reality star but uh scotty you really gotta hold this l i, I hate i hate it had to be you but uh you gotta hold this L, you know, I want you to polish it up nicely and, you know, put it in a trophy case next to those six rings that you won with the Chicago Bulls. You almost had one with the Trailblazers, but uh, Kobe and Shaq stopped that. So, hold this L, Scotty, and the two white dudes who had the fucking audacity. They had their white privilege was on fleek, thinking they was gonna walk up in that police station. Just... I hope you hold this rusty, jagged ale in your cell. You win. Perfect. All right, so moving on to Not All Heroes Wear Capes. I hate to do this, but uh, 
<clears throat> excuse me, we're gonna have to put uh, LeBron James up there. Uh, he is right now the only player in NBA history to be in the top 20 in steals, points, and assists. So salute to him, and also for having that uh, Jordan Gene uh, starting to finally break out, maybe. With him hitting that game tying uh, shot from that great inbounds pass from Kevin Love, there's rumors of you know Kevin Love being traded for Melo, and I don't think that'll be a good look because uh, the jab step God Melo does not play defense barely. But um, yeah, so that was a great pass from Kevin Love, right on point, and LeBron hit it fading away into the Haw- uh not the Hawks, but the um, the Wizards uh, bench. And uh, it made up for that uh, blown traveling ass layup he missed to tie up the game earlier, a few seconds earlier. That was funny as hell. He did like a four step Euro step to get to the cup. That's why God made him miss that basket because he traveled so damn hard. But uh, salute to King James. Um, just keep doing your thing. And hopefully, you know, the Cavaliers come up out the East. They will and uh, meet up, meet with my Spurs. But if Kevin Durant keeps playing the way that he's playing, uh, we'll have some problems, but I have faith in my Spurs uh, coming up out the West. So uh, shout out to King James, and you know what? Shout out to my Spurs too. Woo! Oh, somebody! Oh, he needs God. some milk. All right, you heard it here first. Need some milk. So this is going to be the uh, common sense segment of the show. Just briefly, it's not going to appear all the time, but. It will appear when I, I don't know, when I feel like speaking some common sense. So uh, there is a show on TLC uh, that's called Brother Husbands. And yes, this is the equivalent of Sister Wives. So this is a story of a young lady who's a paralegal and she has two men at home uh, and she has two boys by one guy and she has some triplets by the other and neither one of these men work and so you meet the first husband that she was married to for a few years and um, this man is heavily in the church uh, very uh, feminine characteristics seems very fruity um, you know seems like he like that butthole to be played with and he met a friend and i put that in air quotes he met a friend at church and uh this friend you know started hanging out with this guy and his wife and then he suddenly fell in love with the wife and this the other guy looks kind of fruity too uh, both of them are very feminine acting and uh you know he told his bestie his church bestie that hey i'm in love with your wife and you know they all had a conversation and they all got the fucking in the same bed i believe and so this tells the story of this couple and uh it's a very 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 odd show uh just like sister wise is odd as fuck um I don't know what else to say about this damn show, but the second husband, the new husband, he has this very dead look in his eyes like I could just kill everybody here and raise all these kids myself or just off everybody and myself. And he has a very stalkerish look. He looks just like Timothy McVeigh, the uh, Oklahoma City bomber. Uh, very odd show. A lot of crying and hugging going on in this ep- first episode. Um, just fucking odd. Uh, I wouldn't recommend checking it out. 
because I'm not going to check it out again. But, uh, yeah, TLC is just handing out checks. I got to try to figure something out. Maybe I could do something with my wife and Boo and say that I'm about to marry Boo as my second wife. And, uh, you know, hopefully we can get a check to help us with this house. So I'm going to see what I can do. And uh, I'm going to put a wedding dress on Boo and get her like a nice little uh, diamond studded collar or something. And uh, I need y'all help on Instagram. So, you know, like some pictures and I'm going to put her in a nice little wedding dress. And, you know, and I'm going to fake cry, cut up some onions. And, you know, and then I'm going to be crying to my wife and telling her how I'm deeply in love with uh, boo aka boot chains aka Bucci Laflair. so we're gonna see what happens because i need one of them checks tlc i really do y'all just handing them out left and right i will even film the show and edit it myself just cut me that six figure check and we'd be all right and as always i think i need some milk because i am talking crazy all right so moving on to the last segment of the show uh you know health over wealth you know what i say without your health you can't enjoy your wealth uh but before we uh get to that i just want to shout out to uh stephen curry you know uh in a world full of draymond greens uh, i want all the young brothers and sisters out there to try to be like steph curry um if you guys didn't know um Steph Curry, he spoke out against the uh, owner or CEO of Under Armour, which is the company that, you know, brands him for shoes and gear and apparel and shit like that. And he's the lead spokesperson for this brand. And, uh, you know, uh, the uh, Kevin Plank, the CEO, said that uh, President Trump is an asset to the country. Uh, you know, Steph Curry uh, spoke with the Mercury News, uh, which is a Bay Area news publication, and said, I agree with the description if you remove the et from asset. So, shout out to him. And also, you know, he said he spent all day uh, yesterday on the phone. So, I guess uh, maybe Tuesday he was all on the phone, you know, with people, with countless people at Under Armour and countless people in Kevin Plank's camp which is the ceo my team trying to understand what was going on and where everybody stood on the issue uh based off the release that kp sent out this morning and was told to me last night that's the under armor that i know uh, that's the brand i know he's built and one that as of uh, wednesday afternoon is something that i'm standing on um, so Plank explained his stance to Curry on Tuesday, you know, how his comments were meant exclusively from a business perspective. And, uh, you know, uh, Curry said, you know, it's a fine line, but it's about how we're operating, how inclusive we are, what we stand for. He's the president. Uh, they are going to be there are going to be people uh, that are tied to them. But are we promoting change? Are we doing things that are going to look out for everybody? Uh, not being so self-serving that it's only about making money selling shoes doing this and that that's not the priority it's about changing lives i think we can continue to do that um and he you know steph said you know if he didn't like the direction of the company uh he said if there is a he was asked if he didn't like the direction of the company he said if there's a situation where i can look at myself in the mirror and say they don't have my best intentions they don't have the right attitude about taking care of people if i can say the leadership is not in line with my core values then there's no amount of money there's no platform i wouldn't jump off it if it wasn't in line with who i am so that's a decision I will make every single day when I wake up. If something is not in line with what I'm about, then yeah, I definitely need to take a stance in that respect. 
Um, let's see here. I feel like if you know who I am, you know what I stand for, and I can live with that. Uh, I feel when you see my name, when you see people wearing my stuff, when you see anybody attached to me, that they share the same passion for people that I do. And that's uh, what I've been really serious about using this platform to share. I don't get in people's faces and out in the streets with a bullhorn doing it that way. But every opportunity I have to show love, to show respect, to show just that positivity, I feel like that's my job and that's what I stand for. So uh, just shout out to him. He knows that... Uh, you know there's no amount of money you know that really can buy his soul so we'll see what happens with under armor you know i was thinking about going out and uh you know buying a pair of them superhero boots he calls sneakers to support the brother but at the same time i'm not really going to fall in line with you know under armor's uh stance on you know the ceo supporting trump you know talking about with a business standpoint yada 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 get the fuck on about the paint uh and that's word to new balance you know black folks ain't really fucking with that i know they released the uh they released some shoes for kiss and uh, fabulous you know jada kiss and fabulous you know, still you know i'm not gonna be rocking anything new balance but like i said before in episodes before niggas in the hood and where i grew up we don't really fuck with new balance we don't fuck with them nebraska sneakers with that big ass end on the side you know those are strictly for dads and hype beast but uh in uh you know health over wealth you know i'm gonna leave a word uh from maya angelou uh reading the poem still i rise i felt like it was appropriate um for people to hear this uh with the current conditions and then especially for my sisters because i feel like um with the current situation with uh george lopez if you don't know who george lopez is he's a washed up mexican uh, uh comedian uh, he's on tour with uh i think he was on tour with dl hughley and uh some other folks and uh you know he told a joke talking about there's two rules in the mexican household that you don't marry a black and don't park in front of the house uh sister didn't find that funny and you know he told her to get the fuck out and called her a bitch and then all of a sudden there was this outrage on twitter where uh, people were pissed at george lopez rightfully so but then it morphed into how black men do not defend black women and that's just too easy of an argument um it's too easy to uh you know shift the focus from the main perpetrator to you know bash your own brother you know it's, it's too easy it's like when um uh it's like a situation where uh it's a deflection that's all that it is it's a deflection and uh you know hopefully these words from uh maya angelou will help uh, but it's just too easy to do that to start nitpicking with each other instead of focusing on you know the main perpetrator here it's too fucking easy to do that it's it's too easy and stop doing it you know i don't know what uh some of these folks expect uh online but it could be you know fake outrage but you know i feel like who fucks with george lopez honestly who's out here i feel like he's on that uh that pit bull shit you know like pit bull makes music for like uh white soccer moms to get drunk at and i feel like you know he does jokes for mexican men and you know white women who are married to mexican men you know what i'm saying that's what i feel like that's his niche um and shit like that and you know um uh, there's times when i feel as if black folks you know they have this thing that other groups are supposed to like us and love us and shit like that we're at the bottom of the of the of the totem pole we are socially 
you know people love to come hang around us when we singing rapping dancing playing sports or smoking weed or drinking and shit like that but they don't like to be around us in other aspects you know they might even fuck around and you know suck a black dick or two or eat some black pussy you know a time or two you know to do some shit like that or to engage in some degenerate ass sex with us or something like that but other than that they're really not fucking with us and i wish black folks would kind of get that through their mind because what he said was not shocking at all it wasn't y'all know mexicans don't fuck with us um you know just from the divide that we have in omaha well back in the day it was it was bigger uh you know me being from the north side then you had on the south side you had all those south family some black bloods on the south family bloods and then you had some mexicans trying to claim the same shit but you know we didn't you know you just don't you didn't fuck with the mexicans and the mexicans didn't fuck with us it was just like you do you and even there was division in the south family but that was way back in the mid 90s between those two groups but it is what is you know it's whatever but i i just want y'all to see that i mean you should have saw it back with uh the murder of akai Gurley uh through uh through uh, peter liang when those uh those uh chinese or japanese folks were out in the street marching for him uh to not be arrested and all this other shit and then you just and then you see um i mean you just look at george zimmerman you know that's an honorary white supremacist that's a white hispanic so you know those those mexicans uh, you know they climb that wall that we got right now they cross over to the border and you look at their driver's license and it says white you know what i'm saying so just keep that in mind and i and i don't want black folks to be heartbroken because you know we are very harmonious people and i say that all the time and sometimes we're so harmonious and filled with love to our detriment that we set ourselves up for failure so i just want you to protect yourselves and listen to the words of maya angelou and uh you know get some of that game from her and you know still you still i rise and uh you know sisters real brothers out here support you you know i think it's just fake outrage and people trying to pass the time on social media uh there are a lot of thorough ass men out here who do stand with our sisters so uh much love and respect to y'all um i will see y'all next week and uh you know as always i love y'all one you may write me down in history with your bitter twisted lies. You may trod me in the very dirt, but still like dust, I'll rise. Does my sassiness upset you? Why are you beset with gloom? Just cause I walk as if I have oil wells pumping in my living room. <laughs> Just like moons and like suns with the certainty of tides. Just like hope springing high. Still I rise. Did you want to see me broken, bowed head and lowered eyes, shoulders falling down like teardrops, weakened by my soulful cries? Does my sassiness upset you? <laughs> Don't take it so hard just because I laugh as if I have gold mines digging in my own backyard. You can shoot me with your words, you can cut me with your lies, you can kill me with your hatefulness, but just like life, I rise. Does my sexiness offend you? Oh. <laughs> Does it come as a surprise that I dance? As if I have diamonds at the meeting of my thighs. <laughs> Out of the huts of history's shame, I rise. 
Up from a past rooted in pain, I rise. A black ocean leaping and wide, welling and swelling and bearing in the tide. Leaving behind nights of terror and fear, I rise. Into a daybreak miraculously clear, I rise. Bringing the gifts that my ancestors gave, I am the hope and the dream of the slave. And so, wow, there I go. <laughs>